Welcome to the Rent Estate Podcast, a conversation on how you can achieve retirement security, financial freedom, and the new American dream through rental property investments. And here's your host, Kevin Ortner, CEO of Renters Warehouse. All right, welcome to another virtual uh, episode of the Rent Estate Podcast. Uh, for those that have been following the show since we started this year in 2019, you see we had been uh, doing this in our studio at the Renters Warehouse headquarters in Minneapolis, and with COVID, uh, we've we've gone virtual. So we're excited to have our our our, our second virtual guest here um, as we wrap out 2020. We're recording this December of 2020, uh, and what a year it's been in 2020. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, but welcome, thanks for joining the show. And as a reminder, the Rent Estate Podcast, we're here really to um, help provide tips and tricks for people looking to invest in real estate to start their real estate uh, investment career, grow their portfolio. Um, and today we've got a great guest that has um, has grown a great portfolio and a great real estate business here in my hometown in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, and he just published a new book. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy to welcome Andre Sakurik to the show, uh, to the Rent Estate Podcast. Uh, welcome, Andre. Kevin, it's my pleasure. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, we're just really excited to have you on. Andre and I have known each other for many, many years. Um, in fact, uh, just a personal fun note, our daughters actually go to school together, uh, which is exciting. And I thought about having Andre on to wrap up 2020 on the Rent Estate Podcast uh, because of your new book. So we're going to get into your new book later and talk about that. But first, why don't you uh, take... Uh, a little bit of time to introduce yourself uh, to the audience here who are listening and watching. Sure, thank you. We're happy to do so. Well, my name is Andrei Sakurik. I came from Eastern Europe, from Belarus. I came to the U.S. in 2004, and it was a really hard time, Kevin, because uh, I could not really speak English. I'm still learning it, uh, but I had a trouble to express myself, and I didn't have any experience and no one wanted to hire me. So I had to start doing real estate loans because my banking, I have a banking background, finance and uh, banking and business law degree, but I had to work in construction field and do odd jobs. Uh, I was a pizza driver and driving around. And at the same time, <clears throat> I went to a library, start learning uh, successful people. And I learned, I read first time for the first time, book uh, by Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki, probably a lot of your listeners uh, recognize this book. It's a great book to start. And another gentleman was uh, Jack Canfield, uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul. And he has awesome program called Success Principles and also Breakthrough Success. And those two events led me to create a dream where someday, I'm going to have a real estate portfolio of 20 homes and I'm going to have a passive income. And passive income is when you don't need to work in order to support your lifestyle. But how many, like 15 years forward, I had increased the portfolio from uh, zero to 100 rental properties. And uh, my real estate flipping business is the main business right now. So we do about 300 homes a year. We buy, fix, and sell. And we have about uh, 46 employees as of today. And we operate in Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota, uh, Wisconsin, uh, 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 Milwaukee, 
and another new market is Temple Board. Hmm. Wow, that is quite the background. Um, I've, I've heard that before, but I absolutely love hearing the story. It is, um, uh, it's, it's incredible uh, to hear your story about how you, how you came here in 20, 2004, right? Um, couldn't speak English, worked hard, um, and living the American dream. And that's just fantastic. And I love what you're doing out there, helping others do that same thing. So when 2004, you came here, you worked some construction jobs, you started educating yourself in the library, reading those books you talked about. When did you start buying real estate for yourself? I bought my first uh, uh, property in 2005. Because it was okay. a Okay, so quickly. <laughs> yeah, quickly. I was a loan officer. I learned how to get financing there was a lender who provided ninja loan uh, which is no income no job no asset but money was available <laughs> so that's how i got in. right uh, but it was okay. uh, one of the best decisions because i uh, the success always on the other side of fear and they pulled the trigger bought a house and probably like 15 years later i sold it like with a big profit and also paid down my mortgage significantly. So it was a good investment. First deal, mm. always the hardest one. Yes. Congratulations on that, uh, on that success. I say, that's funny you say that. Uh, people who listen to the podcast or watch the podcast know that that's one of the things I always say is the first deal is the hardest one, right? I'm sure you and I were in similar businesses. We talk with a lot of people who are interested in getting started. Um, and I, you know, I, get the same question just like what do I do what do I do I'm learning I'm researching and my answer is always the same it's like you just got to do it right um you know don't make foolish decisions make sure you're getting a you know you're doing your homework but at some point you just got to pull the trigger right and, and and get started would you agree with that I, I would absolutely and I'd like to bring um, a quote by Jack Canfield who is a mentor of mine and he said if you don't step forward you're always in the same place so unless you make a first step, nothing's going to change because you can dream about it. You can talk about it, but you actually have to pull the, uh, the plug. Yeah, I agree with that. And, you know, that brings us to uh, your book uh, just released, I think maybe, I don't know, last month. I got a couple copies here in my office and it's a page turner and this is unique. So it's a business book. It's a real estate investing book but you wrote it in the form of a fable or a novel. Um, how did you come up with that idea to, to take what is, you know, there's a lot of real estate investing books out there. I wrote one myself, The Rent Estate Revolution. We got the podcast based on that. Uh, and it was, you know, I tried to keep it lighthearted and fun and, and interesting to read, but it certainly isn't a novel. Uh, what made you think about doing it in that, that style? Well, like, first of all, like you have a great book and uh, you inspired uh, to write the book, uh, my own book, and I have your book in my uh, on my library, and I would encourage uh, everyone to buy uh, your book because it's great to build a rental portfolio and explains all the benefits and how I got an idea. I wanted to buy to write a book about uh, six years ago because everybody everybody I think needs to write the book, but it takes so much time and efforts. And I started researching books and I wanted to create a system or share with people. But there are so many books exist already. And uh, I was thinking, why don't just 
tell my story how I went from zero or three properties a year to 300 properties per year and just explain people the same journey, the same step-by-step process, what they need to do to replicate the success um, and be kind of like a role model for them. And just to show based on my experience, so it doesn't really matter if you came from another country and you don't need to have a lot of money to start real estate investing. All you need to have is a desire, dream. Uh, you need to obviously take a lot of risks, but you need feel the fear and still and do it anyway. That's another great quote that always pushed me to go extra step. Feel the fear and um, do it anyway. And another metaphor that I really like to share with people when we do like seminars and helping people with real estate investing, I tell them that success is always on the other side of fear. And a lot of us, people like wannabes, real estate investors, they read about real estate. Everybody knows that real estate is a great tool because over time it appreciates. So we buy real estate for appreciation. You can reduce your taxes for depreciation and also cash flow. And you build your like long-term retirement account, but people read it, read it, but they don't take action. So what they say is it's like imagine a wall that people like on the other side of the wall, there is a success and they come to it. They look at it. They look behind. They look around, and a lot of people do what they do. They're scared, and they turn around and never cross that line. And that was with me, very similar. And I see so many like people who wanna invest in real estate. They're so scared, and it reminds me of my first deal when I did my first deal. Uh, Kevin, I didn't want my uh, offer when I made an offer on my first house. I didn't want it to be accepted. You know why? <laughs> why? I was scared. Like, like I yeah. had a queasy feeling in my stomach and mm-hmm. I did exactly what my mentor told me to do. I went around, I made all the estimates. I made an offer. I came back home and I could not sleep. I could not eat. I was afraid. I started having questions. What if, what if I made the wrong calculation? What if I do, what I do this? And then I called my mentor and said, gave him the details about the house. And I gave him about 10 reasons why I should not buy this property. And he said, well, like, like if you don't take a step forward, you'll always be in the same place. And I bought that like first deal and like made first check. And I still remember walking out of tile company and start smelling the check. And that was a completely game changer because the first, the first deal is the hardest one. Yeah. Now looking back, like we've done like over a thousand deals uh, across three markets, but like, I still remember that deal. Yeah. And so uh, Roger is your main character in the book here. Um, and Roger uh, goes from a career he doesn't like uh he's uninspired uh and and he takes him through his real estate journal is roger is roger based off you then is that what i heard uh very similar because like i well roger is the i see a lot of uh 
in a lot of Americans. Because uh, people, especially like people who work and have like very like high paid jobs, they have, they make all the money, they all the money, but they work and work and work and they don't have any time like for their kids. And I saw so many people who in the red race, they make all the money, they go to country clubs, they drive Range Rovers, their wife don't, wife's, wife doesn't work. But if you look closer, like they may be unsuccessful and they always looking and bad. like freedom of time, money and relationships. And that's a great concept. I think that real estate can help to get to that freedom of time and money. So my, basically I did, uh, I took my exact, exact steps, what I've taken but they brought Roger as a fictional character um, in a book because I, I saw so many people who in, in that spot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, that is very interesting. What a cool way to do it. Um, I recommend everyone get their copy of Total, Total Financial Awakening. Um, I got mine on Amazon. Is that the best place to get it? Yes, it's everywhere. Yeah. Wherever people buy, it's Barnes & Noble and Amazon, yes. Great. All right. So wherever you get your books, uh, pick up a copy of Total Financial Waking. It is a really, really cool way to learn about how to invest in real estate, to follow someone else's journey, to face the fears uh, that you're probably as a, as, a, as a new or a novice investor may be facing because uh, that's it, it, it takes them through uh, the emotions and the feeling of this character, Roger, and his family as they're going through this. And it was just really cool, really cool page turner. Um, I appreciate you putting this out and, um, and giving people another tool. Uh, to be successful in real estate. Um, and, and as we wrap up talking about the book and the story of real estate um, and your story, before we start maybe getting into some tactical tips and tricks for people, um, you know, you have this amazing American dream story uh, and, and coming here and finding a career path that you love in a way that you can not only impact your family, but influence other people to do the same. Um, how, has you, how has real estate changed your life? For the positive obviously there's the obvious things of you have a great business and a great career but you just touched on i think the the non-tangible things that a lot of us are looking for uh, which is more time uh, more freedom whatever it is and so as you look at your life and the lifestyle you've created yourself through real estate what's been you think the biggest impact on on, on real estate for you and your family so the biggest impact is first uh, you have to achieve a financial freedom that allows you to choose when you want to work and freedom of relationships who you want to work with and um, freedom of higher purpose also because when like we want to build something bigger than we are and um, have a really amazing uh, we have a re really amazing culture in our company and we have a really audacious goal like we want to become a household name for people who want to buy a house sell a house as is and like we've been doing this for 15 years by now, operating three markets. And I am happy to um, to say that like this real estate tool gives personally me and my family a lot of uh, financial freedom. And the most important when you financially for yourself, then you start, you can really start helping other people and you can give back. So 
Like I'm looking back for 2020, for example, the biggest accomplishments. I'm not uh, looking at my like financially success, had a successful year, but most importantly is to give back to the community and uh, we support um, Cookie Card, which is a local charity. They teach people, kids from transitional neighborhoods like Minneapolis and St. Paul, really basic essential skills. We bought gifts for uh, staff uh, this slate with the Salvation Army. Also, we adapted um, orphanage in Belarus. This is the country where I come from. So that's that's what real estate gives you. When you start covering your basic needs, then you want to do something bigger and better and to start helping other people. Mm-hmm. But you should, again, like you should start with the with one one first house. That's the hardest step. Right. Right. Get started with one house. Well, awesome. Uh, we appreciate everything you're doing. Give back to the community. And uh, what a business you've built. Speaking of your business, uh, Homestead Road uh, is your real estate company. Uh, and what uh, what is that all about? You've got your personal portfolio. We learned about your personal life, your personal track there and, and building that personal portfolio. Um, what is it that you guys are all doing at Homestead Road? Well, with Homestead Road, we build a very, very unique uh, business. Uh, we're a very customer-centric company, Kevin. And I learned from uh, Tony Shea, who passed away, like, unfortunately. But I went to Zappos and learned their customer service. And I really wanted to create something very similar in real estate industry because, to be honest, like, real estate, like, realtor service and mortgage service, like, horrible if you look at net promoter score. People not excited mm-hmm. to work with uh, realtors or even like with we in house flipping category. So that's a not a really exciting category to be in. So we wanted to change by providing superior customer service to our customers. And because of that, like we have uh, over 100 five-star reviews online and A plus Better Business Bureau. And we were uh, torture work for ethics finalist with bbb and the most important we have a lot of referrals because we made it so easy for people uh to work with us and we created kind of premium brand where people when people work with us uh they know that they can it will be easy and there is like trust level really a truly high level mm-hmm. so your main um main piece of the business is uh, it's your home flipping business, uh, but your that kind of consumer facing piece there is uh, buying homes as is from folks, right? Making it easy for them to transition out of a home there uh, they need to move on from for whatever reason that might be. Yeah, that's exactly our business model. So people call us, we send our salespeople, they tell them you can leave everything behind, even dirty dishes in the sink, we can close on your timeline. A lot of people have emotional attachment. So what we do for people, when we fix the house up, we invite the whole family to say goodbye to the house, to the neighbors, and also give them a watercolor painting of their house with their best memories and uh, um, uh, subscribe below. And people love that, like extra touch. Wow. And overall, like we invested a lot of um, in uh, customer service and uh, transaction coordinators and we do a lot of like feel the joy moments for people sending gift cards, thank you notes, cookies, to make it the experience very pleasant for a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. Really cool, 
Everything you do is really, really neat uh, and really, really successful. And speaking of being successful, um, again, a lot of the folks listening and watching are, uh, we've got, we actually have some very serious, really well-rounded investors that uh, follow the podcast, but a lot of the folks listening um, are looking to do their first deal. Uh, maybe they have one, they want to grow a portfolio to five or 10, uh, and uh, they're looking they're looking for that advice. They're looking for that mentor to say, what do I do next? And so if, if you're, if you, and you do seminars on this stuff, so you are, you're an expert here. What are your kind of maybe top three tips for people who are looking to get started? Maybe they have none, maybe they have one. What are the big three tips you have that you tell people to, uh, to focus on to grow that portfolio? Uh, I think, uh, and I wrote that in my book, exactly the journey, how it started for me. The first thing is you have to sit down and really decide, like, what do you want to get out of your life? Because um, it's like uh, if you don't have a goal where you really want to be, uh, you're never going to get there. It's like a GPS. Like we can have a GPS in our car, but if we don't put a destination, we can drive all our life without getting to where we want to be. So like sit down and really decide where you want to be, write it down. And um, when you have like, like that's the first step. The second step, find, surround yourself with people who really know the business, like start reading books, attending seminars, do different uh, um, networking groups, real estate associations, invest in yourself, invest in education. Uh, looking back, like I probably spent more than $500,000 in education and mentorship, but that's the best investment I ever made. Like Warren Buffett said, the best education is education yourself. And the good thing is no one can tax it. Like as soon as like no one, no one can take it away when you learn. Uh, so that's step number two. And step number three is build your team because it's so hard to be successful by yourself. So you have to build a team and surround yourself with a good lawyer, good accountant, good uh, tile company, good construction company. It takes time to build those relationships. That's awesome. Um, we, I, I ask this question a lot, probably almost every podcast, you know, what are, you, what are your tips and tricks for people? And everyone has a different take. Most people are frankly very tactical about how they answer that question. And you're a little bit more philosophical or strategic with your first couple of like, what's the life goal? Surround yourself with the right people. I think that's amazing and fantastic advice. And what a perfect time of year to be thinking about that for anyone who's into the whole New Year's resolution thing and the whole got a new start new year coming out here. But the third one you mentioned is build your team. And almost everyone says that. Uh, which I love to see the common thread weave through this podcast, which is build the right team, surround yourself with the right people. Um, Cause that's how you're going to prevent some of the mistakes you're going to make. That's how you're going to certainly self set yourself up for success. And so let's talk for a minute about the team. Cause I think that's really, really important. Um, the team I would like to build, or I tell people to build is um, you know, you want to have a great realtor who understands investment real estate. Not all realtors do. So make sure you, Find someone who really, really gets investment real estate. Um, find a great lender and partner that can maybe help you even with creative ways of financing. Talked a lot about in Total Financial Awakening, how to finance your properties. Um, contractors, 
other vendors, handymen, um, property managers, or at least those who can give you advice on how to manage your properties? Who else would you include in that team of people you think that's really, really important? Well, like for us, like we have a little bit bigger team, like acquisition managers, disposition managers, like, but like I would say like the most important is to find someone who already done it and try to get under this person with a wing and maybe work for free or for very little salary because you can learn from experts by modeling. You have to find a role model. That's probably would be the best advice. And also another thing for a lot of people, it's really hard like to start real estate investing because people are scared and people don't have enough um safety caution if they switch to real estate how do you know that's why i like real estate investment is to start building your real estate portfolio and when you have started getting uh cash flow monthly cash flow and have a budget how much money you need to spend and what's your minimum budget like my my personal um process was like at that time when I was buying houses, the cash flow was about $400 per month. Probably right now we cannot get the same cash flow, but my calculation was easy. Hey, if I can have $400 cash flow and I have 10 properties, I can make $4,000. I could live on $4,000 a month. It changed, but $4,000 gives you enough cushion to make sure that your family will be fine or you will be fine, especially for young folks. Hey, that's a good, and then you can start adding additional income by flipping homes and like ever average profit margin for flip, flipping homes, somewhere between like 25 to $40,000. And that's when you can start really accumulate wealth. But when you making money, flipping homes, buying more rentals, making more money, buying more rentals, not buying new cars, not not just wasting money in depreciating asset, but reinvest back into yourself and into your rental portfolio. And then you look back and see that you have like 40, 50, 60 rental properties. And now you 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 find like you can do whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. Really cool. So again, as we mentioned at the beginning, we're recording this uh, December 2020. It's been an interesting year in 2020 with uh, the coronavirus and the economic shutdowns and and the real estate market has been absolutely crazy. Inventories down everywhere across the country. Uh, things are selling quickly. Um, home prices are going up. Mortgage rates are historic lows. Um, there's a lot of tailwind for certain pieces of the real estate industry. If you're a traditional real realtor right now, you're you're doing you're just on fire with business, making things happen. Um, a lot of flippers, home flippers, wholesalers, people who who do what you do. Uh, it's been a challenge for and so how's how has this market affected you are you how are you able to find deals to keep things going in this tight inventory and i'm sure you got to be creative but uh how's this market affected you uh, uh for us personally it, it was a record year and what happened yes inventory is lower but we just become better marketers we still finding all the deals our profit margins went up like normally our profit margin like last year was $33,000 per deal. And uh, more profit margin plus is when you buy, fix and sell home, like we don't wholesale deals. So we always um, get title and fix them. And this year it's $39,000. Uh, 
So mm. we're actually making $6,000 more per house. And um, in terms of volume volume, volume of homes, we also, it, it, like us, like personally, it didn't affect. Like we had uh, record months in September, but March and April, we like everybody else, we didn't know what's going to happen. And we didn't buy anything because we wanted to be safe and sorry. And everybody was scared. No one wanted to do mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. After April, we not only regrouped and uh, we actually hired more people and started buying more homes. So I would wow. say- What a great, great. If you like, you cannot control the situation, but what you can do is control uh, how you're going to react to it. And our reaction was, hey, we actually wanna use this time to build better processes, better systems. So we started a real estate broker service because we, because of COVID, we probably would never done it. And also we really uh, doubled down on our technology. So we, we switch into a, our own proprietary software by the end of this year. And we improve our processes systems and also open a new uh, third location. Hmm. Yeah, opening new locations. You're, you're taking Homestead Road across the country. Um, are you are you planning on doing more expansion in 2021? Yeah, so for 21, like we'd like to open two more locations and the more locations you open, like the more complex it becomes, like you know it better than anyone else. Uh, but at the same time, it's very exciting because the way we structure this, I wanna keep my freedom of time so I don't want to manage that location. What we do, we find someone who maybe flipped 10, 20, 30 homes and want to bring it to 200, 300 homes a year and build a very nice lifestyle business where we have all the marketing, finance, responsibility, software, and just let people to do what they really love to do is closing the deals and managing the, the, the projects. Hmm. All right. So, uh, note to the listeners out there: if you're a uh, if you've done some deals before and you're looking to take your business to the next level, uh, check out Homestead Road. Uh, is it HomesteadRoad.com, Andre? Yes, it is HomesteadRoad.com. Yeah, check out our website, and uh, if, if if you like what we do and the message resonates with you, like uh, feel free to connect uh, on Facebook or shoot me a message. All right. And uh, as we close out uh, the show, as we close out the podcast, this will be the last podcast of 2020 for the Red Estate Podcast. Again, 2020, crazy year. We talked a little bit about it. Andre, what are you most looking forward to uh, for 2021? Well, first, like uh, we're going to shut down our office for a week. Next, starts in next week. Uh, <laughs> and let everyone kind of like spend time with their families. And we do, we've been doing this for four years by now, where we give people extra week of vacation uh, so we can reflect and uh, spend time with the family. And then I go to Arizona for two weeks and then I'll review my plan for 2021. But on my list is um, I wanna see how I can make a better and bigger difference in people's life, uh, support, mentor, help employees to grow uh support orphanages support kids and see like what i can do to to become a better person uh better husband better uh ceo better friend 
just make a constant and never ends improvement. Well, you are an inspiration, Andre, to uh, certainly to me, and I'm sure everyone listening. So thank you so much for your time, your stories. Uh, thanks for documenting your story in Total Financial Awakening. Again, uh, if you're listening, just a phenomenal, really cool way to go about uh, teaching people about real estate investing. Go grab your copy at Amazon or wherever uh, you buy your books. Um, uh, check out homesteadroad.com for more information on what Andre is doing at his house flipping business, um, and he's looking to expand take it across the country and uh, what a mentor uh, Andre could be to people looking to get into this business. So check him out there, uh, follow him on social media and thank you for listening to the rent to state podcast. As always, uh, please like it, share it, comment. Uh, let us know what you'd love to hear about uh, guests you'd like to hear uh, have on the show. Uh, don't forget. We've got a book as well um, about real estate investing, rent to state revolution. You can pick that up at rent to state revolution.com. Uh, pick it up on Amazon, uh, wherever books are sold. And uh, I'm thinking about Andre maybe doing audio of that book. Everyone loves audios, uh, so maybe we'll do an audio version of the Rent State Revolution. Do you have a, uh, Do you have an audio of Total Financial Awakening yet? Are you thinking about doing an audio? I do, yes. Uh, and a lot of people actually listen to uh, to like to listen when they going around and looking for houses. Yes. Okay. Interesting. All right. Well, I'll check out the audio. So uh, check out all the resources. Uh, check out renterswarehouse.com if you're an, uh, an investor looking for a property manager, uh, new markets, new properties. Uh, check out our cool financial calculators, our investor marketplace with tenanted assets for sale. Uh, we are here to be a resource for real estate investors. We're here to inspire people to uh, change their life through real estate, to establish financial freedom um, and, uh, and take things to the next level. And uh, what a way to end the year. What a way to end the podcast. I think we met someone here who has done all of that and certainly taken things to the next level. So Andre, thank you for your time. Uh, we really appreciate it. Kevin, I appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Rent Estate Podcast with your host, Kevin Ordner. If you enjoyed today's show, head over to rentestate.com for a free rental property analysis and learn how you can list, invest, and rent all under one roof.